filled the perfect safe house. What was this even made of? Vibranium. Fall collection. Ikea. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Rough Cut Retrospective, episode 54. Lovely time. Love to be here. Happy November. I'm your host, uh, Carter. Uh, I've been told not to interfere unless deviants are involved. So uh, I'm going to introduce my co-host who um, has built the perfect safe house. Uh, and his name is Jackson McHero. And hello, Jackson. Hello. Hi. How are you? I am just lovely. Um, <laughs> how's the fall collection at the Ikea? The fall collection of Ikea? Oh, uh-huh. don't even get me started on Ikea, man. Mm. Do you actually own anything from Ikea? Yeah, uh, most of our stuff and like the background of our image that you, the listeners can't see is uh, Ikea stuff. In the oh, yes. Ikea. We went there. Uh, it was terrible, but we didn't fight. But then our car <laughs> broke down on the way home. It was terrifying. We were there for two hours. It was a whole thing. Ikea is cursed. You know? Okay, well, death to Ikea. This episode <laughs> brought to you by, I don't know, Crate and Barrel. Mm-hmm. And uh, today, Jackson, we're delighted to be talking inter- internals. Eternals internals is coming next year um and in all of its controversy it's less than ideal reviews and uh what we liked about it but we're not doing it alone jackson is there a deviant amongst us (gasps) there is a deviant amongst us uh an old pal of mine from college if you will um he has chosen to sacrifice a celestial for the people of this planet and his name is brian dickinson brian welcome to the rough cut retrospective sir Thank you guys very much. Very happy to be here. Listeners since day one. It's a dream come true. Oh, wow. Can't wait to get started and, and see what we can do here. God, love we, we love to hear it. We love our fans. And if you're a diehard fan like Brian, you get to come on the podcast. That's your yes. reward. So <laughs> we love to have Brian here. Uh, I'm proud to say that Brian Jackson is a proud Letterboxd member as well as both of Ooh, us. Ooh, sick. Okay, um, I'll follow. Yeah, I bet. Are you a Letterbox Pro, Brian? As, as I, I am, am indeed. I paid. I oh, paid yeah. the fee of what eighteen dollars for the year. So <laughs> yep. yep, I need to get on that. I haven't done that yet. We so. love that. We love stats. We love bar graphs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we were talking before we started. Brian also is an AMC Stubbs A lister as well. So wow. I'm fully committed, and I only have Carter to blame for that. So you're welcome. Thank you, and you owe me twenty dollars a month. That's fine. I can afford it of all the movies I don't pay for. So <laughs> it'll be wonderful. Um, Jackson, shall we cut out the, the shiz and the shebang and just get to it? Yes. Tell me something, boy. Tell me something, boy. Ooh, Brian, you know what this is, but this is uh, what we're into this week. Um, Jackson, do you want to show Brian uh, how we do here? Yes. I'm going to go non-traditional, though. So uh, strap in, kids. Oh, boy. For my uh, what I'm into this week, I have a weekend adventure where I went to Fountain Square for the first time since moving to Indianapolis. It was very cool. Mm-hmm. I went to a comic book store called Hero House, which was awesome. I picked up some cool issues and fun stuff. And uh, right in that area, there's an Upland uh, brewery, which I did not know. And so me and Abby got a spontaneous dinner. and It was delicious. Very good. Lovely. Shout out on- Upland. Yes, yeah, shout out. And then on top of that... I have been closely following the Kyle Rittenhouse trial this week. Oh my, oh my goodness. God. Wow. It has been so dramatic. Wow. Get your popcorn. Uh, me and, yeah, me and Abby have been sitting down with a bag of chips, shit talking the TV, yelling at the judge because, oh my God, is he insane? 
Um, I haven't watched yeah. any of this. It um, is nuts. They uh, cross-examined Kyle Rittenhouse today, which is like pretty wow. weird because the defense brought him up, which is not typical for for uh, these types of things, I guess. And uh, yeah, he's a very weird dude. I think I uh, I think I saw one tweet about it, and it, you might have liked the tweet, and that's why I saw I'm it, sure Jackson. It was. But it was like all legal things aside, like parentheses, murder, et cetera. <laughs> yes. Kyle looks very pig-like. Yes, he, he is a very piggish boy. A piggish um, man. And boy, did he squeal on the on the uh, oh man on the stand. Yes, he was very yeah. squealy. All I saw today was a like a picture of him in tears and i was just yeah. like yeah i want no part of this yeah, yeah. there's definitely some crocodile some crocodile tears today um a lot of drama the judge is like reality tv level um to be mm. completely honest um my friend tyler is going into law school and his professor said that like cases like these and like these like smaller uh court systems are basically like the wild west and oh my god it is lawless and crazy and i love it it is nuts but yeah that's wowzers so jackson chose violence today it's true um <laughs> we love that um brian do you want to steer us somewhere that's not where we just were <laughs> i'm sure i'd love to um i yes last night i actually wrapped up um american horror story season one. Oh, oh season um, nice. one never seen the show before been recommended to me hundreds of times as a fan of of spooks and and horror um so murder house season one pretty pretty darn good pretty very darn solid good, adam levine so great work great work by adam levine in that show. was he involved in that and uh remember do you remember in like the entry like the intro scenes he and like a girl are in like the house He's and he gets his arm house, ripped off right? yeah like go no they're like go and like make out in a house it's like he's in like Five minutes, like Maroon Five, Adam Levine. Yeah, yeah like I Adam Levine. How you mentioned that. Yeah, <laughs> he and like I think Minka Kelly, I think are like the couple in the beginning, and they're like going to haunted house to just like have sex, and then he like gets his arm ripped off or something, and then he's done. That's it. It's nuts. Wow. Anyway, go back and rewatch the first five minutes. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> but solid. I think uh, Jackson, did you watch American Horror Story? I saw the first season and most of the second season, and then my roommate freshman year of college, uh, like binged ahead and i was watching with him so i didn't actually go much further than that mm. but i hear lady gaga's in it so check it out i don't think i've seen the lady gaga season um but i think season three is my favorite i think that's the witch one coven yeah that's the one i didn't get to finish is that Steve, the new orleans one yes i've heard good things about it's, that. it's good stuff and stevie nicks is there for a minute and you're like oh yeah okay this is nice wow Cameo city. hell yeah um anything else other than uh ahs um, sticking with succession every Sunday night gives me something good when yes. uh, Sunday night football is a little disappointing. So mm-hmm. that's, that's always a hit. Love that. Um, also spent my Sunday watching, uh, the second and third pirates of the Caribbeans. Um, oh, yes. really out of the blue and Classic. man, those just, those hit hard and they're they good. Do hit. Jackson, you got to give them another chance. I know you, I know, I know you just... hated on pirates a, a while ago. They just, it really just gets insane. I, I guess I, what I say is I don't like the last ones. The last ones are really bad. Oh, yeah, four and five are not great. Yeah. 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 I'll accept that. Wow. Okay. So what a weekend for you. Had a boy. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. fun. Um, okay. For me, um, it's Oscar season. As we know, there's a lot of Oscar movies out and I've been traveling a lot for the past two weeks for work. So I'm very behind. Um, I still haven't seen French dispatch. 
uh, or last night in Soho. Brian and I were trying to see it when we were in Bloomington. It did not work out. Um, so bummer there. Um, I haven't seen Spencer either or Antlers. I'm trying. I'm working. Okay. I promise next week I'll come back with all of these opinions. So I checked out The Harder They Fall on Netflix. <laughs> and uh, I talked about it last week. It's just an all black Western and it was really fun and pretty solid. Um, it got really, I wasn't expecting it to be really violent. I guess I didn't really know much going in, but it was really bloody. And uh, cool. I had a hell of a time. It was a fun, fun time. Just a fun little watch. Um, I don't know if anyone else has checked it out yet, but uh, I did. I did. Yeah. Big fan. It was like the perfect amount of like too much gore. Yeah. Yeah. It felt like very Tarantino at the end. And that was fun. Um, so that was fun. And then I checked out a very bizarre movie that clocked my radar like a couple weeks ago. And I think we talked about it, Brian, when we were together a couple weeks ago, but Finch, this Tom Hanks, Apple TV movie, yep. um, which kind of just popped out of nowhere. Um, it's basically Tom Hanks is in a post-apocalyptic world okay. and he has a dog. So it's very I am legend on the it's right. set um, <laughs> and he like builds a robot to take care of his dog when he dies. Um, right. And it, it's very uh, it's interesting because he has like radiation poisoning or something. I don't okay. know. Um, I will say this movie is very predictable. Um, I think you can kind of see where it's going just by what I described. Um, but the robot's pretty cool. It's voiced by um, Caleb Landry Jones, who is like the douchebag like brother in Get yeah. Out. Yeah, he's, really, he's also Banshee in X Men First Class. He's great. That's true. Um, he's really good. And yeah, so so that was fun. Um, but yeah, it was nice to watch Tom Cruise just kind of chew it up for two hours and uh, felt very castaway y. Um, but that was fun. And like uh, Jack or Jackson, like Brian said, Succession. Um, Loving it. Adrian Brody came in throwing fastballs mm-hmm. this week. Oh, and uh, that was good it. stuff. Great episode. And then finally, college basketball is back. And yeah, it, is. it was electric. And I <laughs> I made fun of Jackson yesterday. Was it yesterday, Jackson? Yes. Right? <laughs> Where I got on you <laughs> because um, I had just come back from the IU basketball game. Shout out the Hoosiers. And Jackson was like, talking about pokemon games or something here's why okay (laughs) we talked as a group saying that we're gonna get it for switch but there's two games coming out yeah besides okay so there's diamond and pearl which is two different games but i'm talking about there's like an also like a open world one and i was like which one are we getting because they're both coming out soon and i was just preparing and asking questions and carter was really grumpy about it (laughs) um maybe because he had like the the spread on the IU game, like I did, and they lost. Like, I did not, but the club. yeah, never gonna do that again. Uh, but yeah, yeah, but no, it was funny because <laughs> you were talking about it, and I was watching, like, I think it was Duke, Kentucky, I was watching, yeah, and then I just said, Shut up, man, college basketball is on, and then you I, left, you left, I just left. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I want to be dramatic, and I was, it was great, and it worked. <laughs> um, so yeah, that was fun. So, college basketball is back and everything, so that's what I have been into this week. Heck um, yeah. Exciting. Let's move on to Newsflash. You think you're too cool for school, but I got a newsflash for you, Walter Cronkite. You aren't. Some news. Um, I've got a few little news headlines. Um, let me start with one and then I'll throw to whoever wants to go. Okay. But I want to start with our boy, Paul Rudd. Oh, I was going to do that. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Well <laughs> deserved. 
Uh, Paul Rudd, People Magazine has announced at 52 years of age, the sexiest man alive. Let's go. Yeah, applause. Woo-hoo. I'll put in applause here in post. Um, or will I? Who knows? But uh, yeah, Paul Rudd is sexy. How do we feel about it? I agree. Couldn't I agree more. Yeah. Was anyone <laughs> was anyone snubbed this year or does no? He- Okay. When I mean, Paul I Rudd like, wins, everyone like, wins. I feel like The Rock gets snubbed no matter if he doesn't win mm. anything because he's basically a specimen. But it's <laughs> like so strange, though. He's a rapper now, man. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And it's Dwayne Johnson. Yells. Yeah, he just yells. Have you heard this verse, Brian? It's quite something. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like him like talking. Like yeah. It- <laughs> basically. Anyway, Moana was better, but. But yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Shout out to Paul Rudd, sexiest man alive. Um, I'll throw to wh- whoever else wants to go. Anyone else got anything? I'll throw a little one out here. Um, so I saw that Leonardo DiCaprio um, is in talks to join a movie and play the cult leader Jim Jones. Yes. Um, so I saw that. One, I'm a huge Leo fan, so I was intrigued because two, I've never heard of Jim Jones. Which oh, really? Oh, really? Probably is bad because I looked him up. He's from Indiana, mm-hmm. from Crete, Indiana, on the eastern yep. side of the state. And mm-hmm. on his Wikipedia page, the first sentence that describes him is that Jim Jones is American mass murderer, cult leader, political activist, preacher, Christian Marxist, and faith leader or faith healer who led the People's Temple, a new religious organization. Oh my gosh. It's a wild yeah. story. I think it's, it's crazy for Leo. I think he's just going to kill it already. Like it feels, it feels good. First of all, I'm glad you said you were a big fan of Leo and not Jim Jones. Um, <laughs> he is charismatic. You know what's crazy, though? Fun fact about Jim Jones, that he lived in uh, Collins for a year. He went to IU for a year. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he lived in that dorm, but he's he graduated from Butler, so he's not technically an IU alum. So Yeah, you guys got... have uh, Jared from Subway. So Yeah, and we're proud of it. Nope. <laughs> um, yeah, that's exciting. I'm amped for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Leo can do no wrong in my eyes. So. I just realized you guys have Jared from Subway, and we have Papa John's at Boston. <laughs> so, well, you know, two monsters in their own right. But every rose has its thorn, you know. <laughs> For every David Letterman, you get a Papa John, you know. Yeah. Anyway, amazing. Sorry. Uh, no, that was great. Uh, drink the Kool Aid, uh, Jim Jones. Um, yeah, that was one of mine as well. So, shouts to Leo for that. Excited for that, Jackson. What you got over there? Uh, I got a couple. Ooh, I'll do a Dwayne Johnson. So we just talked about it. Dwayne Johnson, in response to news that the first cut of Black Adam was done, he said, quote, pleased but not satisfied. Much work to be done. Stay tuned. Is mm. this Johnson's magnum opus? <laughs> uh, no, the, 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 the what's, it, what's it called? Not the pacifier. That's Vin Diesel. The game plan. The game plan? That's oh, his, that's that his magnum good. opus. Or the tooth fairy. That's pretty good, Ooh, too. Yeah, that's what oh, it I is. forgot about that one. <laughs> hey, um, people sleep on Gridiron Gang. Let's give them that. Hey, Madison Pettis is the blueprint. Okay, Madison Pettis. <laughs> what's the and what's the? I always forget it. But what's the really bad mummy movie that he's in, where he's um, the, the, the bad CGI? Movie? Yeah, like oh, the, yeah. the god awful CGI. <laughs> yeah, that one's pretty bad. But yeah, so I don't know. I thought this was interesting. I feel like typically most actors don't have as much creative control or like opinion uh, as much as he does for this movie, but. Yeah, should be cool. I think is that a bad think? thing? You think like does he have too much just, control? It's just weird. Like Dwayne Johnson has been casted as Black Adam for like 
a decade. I want to say like over a decade at this point, <laughs> which is really weird. And it's just strange because it's his own movie and not a Shazam 2 or whatever because Black Adam is traditionally the villain. They're doing a lot of interesting things with it. I wonder <laughs> if we're going to get like a director's cut that doesn't have Dwayne Johnson's input. Um, mm. Maybe he's replaced the studio at this point. For who's uh, who's directing it? Oh, gosh. I do not remember right now. Mm. Um, I could Google it. Some fan you are, huh? I know. <laughs> I'll also look it up and I'll see if I'd get it done faster. Probably won't. It is. Dang oh, it. gosh. Kwame Colette Sarah. I do not know who this director is. Oh, no idea. Oh, he directed. Oh, that. Jungle remember? Cruise. He did direct Jungle Cruise. He directed that movie Orphan, where the twist was that the little girl was just small. <laughs> so that was fun. Um, okay. Sweet. Love it. Go Wom. <laughs> yeah. We're good at pronunciation. Great. Kwame, maybe? Maybe it's Kwame. That's what I'm thinking. Jamie. Anyways. Yeah. Amazing. Um, cool. No, I don't think that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> do you want to do you have yeah. more, Jackson? You want to rattle off? Because I got a few more also. Yeah, I got do. so much more, dude. Oh, dude, um, good, dude. I got some uh, Eternals news. Post-Eternals release, a 250% increase in learning sign language trended, likely due to deaf actress Lauren Ridloff's role portrayal of Makari in the movie, which is kind of cool. That's sick. That's awesome. Yeah, um, that's just to me like a staple of how important representation is in a film. They can do a lot, and that's pretty cool. So, and that takes a two percent off Rotten Tomatoes in my book. You know, <laughs> definitely, mm-hmm. I think so. As someone who took ASL, that's hype. So that is hype. I, I remember. Cool. I remember most none of it. Was it? I know uh, the alphabet. This, was it ASL in the movie, or was it like their? I guess it probably was just ASL, right? Um, from what I could tell i rem- okay. recognize some signs i recognize ESL. the movie when he did that ESL, yeah, um, sign eternal sign language yeah well because like in uh because i rewatched um the mandalorian episode with the deaf mm, um yeah what's, what's the what are they called i forget uh sand people oh tuscan raiders tuscan raiders yes yeah, yeah, they yeah, have like yeah. they had like a movieified version of asl so, to my understanding so i was just curious yeah yeah who knows Cool. But amazing. amazing. Um, I can pass it to someone else if they'd like. Cool. Uh, Brian, you got some stuff over there? Yeah, I'll, I'll go with another one. Um, so trailer came out for a movie called Being the Ricardos. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, a new Aaron Sorkin joint coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, stars Nicole Kidman and Javier Bardem um, and their kind of relationship during um, the I Love Lucy era. Um, but it's also a stacked cast. Tony Hale from nice. Arrested Development coming up with Clifford the Big Red Dog. Yes. Um, J.K. Simmons also in it. Um, Aaliyah Shawkat, which saw her face, immediately looked familiar. She's mm. maybe on Arrested Development, so her and Tony Hale, <laughs> that little connection. Nice. Um, nice. And then Jake Lacey, um, also known as Pete from The Office, or most recently Shane oh, cool. on White Lotus. Oh. If you saw White Lotus. Um, I still got to watch that. I haven't seen that. He's a very hateable character in White Lotus. I'll give you that. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this movie. Um, yeah, I mean, it looks it looks really good. Um, I think that cast is going to be awesome, and having Aaron Sorkin at the realm, I think, will kind of be the icing on the cake there. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm ready for some more Aaron Sorkin dialogue in my life. 
It's been a while since like trial of the Chicago seven, I think was the mm-hmm. last thing we saw. So that's hype. I love that movie. And it's I also, it's going to be in theaters. They said it showed this on the trailer. It's going to be in theaters for like 10 days and then go to prime. So oh, prime. Hype. Okay. Sick. Uh, love that. Um, um, I just want to mention Spider-Man leaks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this was kind of, we talked about John Campia like two weeks ago, Jackson. Yeah. Let me go on a little yeah, rant go ahead. really quick. Take the wheel. This man, this man went on a whole Twitter rant about how, because there was eternal leaks and stuff or whatever. And he was like, if you leak movie information, you should be fined a million dollars. And to and be fair, he we, was talking about breaking like NDAs, like if you're like doing a screening. However, I feel like this is like right in line with that activity. And apparently he's claiming that he just assumed that they were fake leaks, which is why he put his like watermark on them. And like the studio contacted him and was like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, <laughs> but yeah. Very tough. Um so yeah, John Campy, I guess we should say, we said it a couple weeks ago, but he's like, is he independent now? He's on Now his he own. is. He was on Collider. He's like a movie reviewer slash yeah, journalist, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, so he posted all of these alleged alleged fake images, stills from like the set of Spider-Man. Hmm. And um, there are pictures of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland together. Mm-hmm. Um, who knows if they're real or not? We don't know. Um there were also images of Charlie Cox, right? Daredevil. Yeah. Um, yep. So I will. So I don't know if you saw this, but Tom Holland came out and mm. kind of contradicted this. I don't know if you were going to hit on that, Carter. I don't want to. No, take it away. It. What, what did you say? You just said his quote was like, McGuire and Garfield are not coming back. People are just going to have to believe me at some point. So I don't buy it, man. Do I know. we believe? We're going to have to find out. Too I don't want to see it. I don't want to see him in a single trailer. I want us to legitimately doubt if they're going to be in this movie. Mm-hmm. They're going to be in this movie, though. Like, I don't know. I we, just, we've been confirming and deconfirming this for like almost a year now. It's <laughs> been a really funny. It's been a fun ride. Uh, it was, part uh, of me wishes that we hadn't even seen a trailer. Um, mm-hmm. That's what I've been saying. Everyone's going to go see a Marvel movie, no matter what it is. Oh, yeah. I've been saying this since Civil War. Ironically, since uh, Spider-Man showed up in the trailers. Don't show him. Mm-hmm. We will We will come see. Like, imagine how hype Civil War would have been if it, like, cuts to Queens and all of a sudden, oh, we have a Spider-Man. Oh, he's in this mm-hmm. movie. This is insane. Yeah. Um, that would be sick. But they, they never learn. They never they learn. learn. You got to market The leaks have stuff. been getting way worse, though. So they, Oh, they have. Yeah. The closer we getting, get. It's been so bad. But... <laughs> So, yeah, um, that's been going on. And also Tom Holland said that this movie is not going to be like fun. He said it's going to be serious. He said it. I, I don't know what that's that weird too. He said, like, that quote he means, said but... dark, sad and brutal. Yeah. So I feel fair, like that's that's what a lot of Raimi stuff is, to be fair, I guess. Like, I feel like fair. And you could even you can even say that about their Mark Webb two movies also like they're fun, but they're also like pretty dark at certain times. I, I don't know if like this movie will be darker than those, but I think it might be on par with those previous iterations. Is Tom Holland going to die? He, well, <laughs> How wild Spider-Man? would that be? Not Tom Holland, but Spider-Man, <laughs> I guess I should say. But which Spider-Man? Ooh. Andrew Garfield is joining the MCU and Got we're it. just uh, at the cost of That's fine. Tom Holland. I'd be okay with that, honestly. That's I love fine. you, Tom, but uh, gosh, Andrew's awesome. Anyways, 
with that uh Amazing. do you have any more news i have one more i have also one more so it's probably the same one but uh i'll just say it chloe zhao is set to direct kevin feige's star wars film that's sick that wasn't mine but oh so okay cool but yeah um I think that's going to be awesome. She's right off. She just did Eternals. I hope I pronounced that right. I actually have no clue if I did. Um, Eternals? How- Eternals? <laughs> oh, Zhao? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was like, yeah, you did that's, it. That's on me. <laughs> nice job. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, Et- Eternals uh, was really good. And I thought she, because I don't know, she did Nomadland also. And it wasn't for me, but I think a lot of it was really cool. And I think Star Wars is a movie that requires a lot of really cool cinematics and she can do that really well. So I say good stuff. I love it. There's been some wild Star Wars, well, not wild Star Wars stuff, but the, you know, Patty Jenkins, they just like delayed her Rogue mm-hmm. Squadron movie indefinitely. So really, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what that's about. Um, huh. They announced that at like D23 last time right yeah that's been in the works for a while over almost a year so yeah. but it was supposed to start shooting next year but now they're it's like removed from the schedule so hmm. who knows what's happening there wow. um but that wasn't my last news this is my last news headline okay. and it's perfect for us jackson um because of our james corden roots um so <laughs> I, I saw you post this on <laughs> yeah it was needed um so the wicked movie based on the musical broadway musical has been cast. Uh, they cast Cynthia Erivo, who is uh, of Broadway fame and also was in Harriet and uh, some other stuff that I can't think of right now. But if you can think of some, go ahead and say them. But um, and Ariana Grande in the lead roles. And following this news, that's exciting news. That's good stuff. That's great casting. But following this news, a petition rose on the internet, and it was a petition to keep James Corden out of the Wicked movie. And <laughs> I have never been more for a social cause than this. So I signed it immediately and I posted it on my story and at least five people messaged me and was like, just signed it. I was like, here we go. We're doing the Lord's work. And uh, Annie Merritt actually texted me, Brian, and was like, wait, why? I was oh, like, because no. death to James Corden. I didn't say that, but I was <laughs> like, we want, we want James Corden out of our musical movies. And she was just like, ha ha, okay. Sent, you, just, you just sent the video of him air humping traffic as a mouse. <laughs> and just like, let's like, get, oh, okay, loud. get it now. God. So, so yeah, hopefully he won't touch this. Um, <laughs> do you think he would have been a Who better be? casting for uh, Evan Hansen than Ben Platt? Should oh it have God. been James Corden instead? <laughs> no. A CGI even, even young that. James Corden. <laughs> God. That man. <laughs> Excuse me. He haunts my dreams. Yeah. Um, anyway, that's all I had to say. Always end on a James Corden note. Is I, so. I have a quick follow-up. Is Ariana Grande Alphaba or no, Linda? she's uh she's Glinda. That's and, a good casting. Then. Yeah. Cynthia Rifo is Alphaba. Yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. I like it. I'm a fan. Solid. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think that's good. I also then saw that and when that news came out and it was like somewhere Leah Michelle is rolling around furious. <laughs> well, she was her on Broadway, right? Yeah. So Yeah, okay. That's my take is don't have the original cast play them in the movie for the most part. And unless it's rent, then I think that works, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Just looks too old for the most part. Just I agree. Just do uh, movie versions. And by all accounts, wow. Leah Michelle, horrible person, allegedly. Um Really? Well, they said that she was miserable to be with on set of some well, people came out and said that. once you go on glee i think that just it changes you well yeah sometimes you die you know 
Um, you, anyway, <laughs> you teed me I mean, up, man. Wow. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, take a quick wow. word from our sponsors if we still have one after that. And uh, <laughs> we'll come back and talk about <laughs> Eternals. And we're back from that ad. Somehow we're still getting money for this. Um, let's move on to a segment called That's Just Your Opinion, Man. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. And we're here today to talk uh, Eternals or Eternals or whatever Jackson wants to pronounce it as he explains and leads us down this path. Eternalities. Thank you um jackson do you want to take it away for us here as we go yeah yeah so here's the thing traditionally i go into movies uh of the marvel variety or dc variety knowing like a genuine genuine generally like good amount to to the extent i know like what the comic it's based off of like whatever characters are using etc etc i know basically nothing about eternals and i went into it completely blind i don't know about you guys Mm -hmm. um to my best to, to the best of my ability eternals are kind of like this jack kirby out there creation of like they're just like these space gods kind of and they're eternal and they do all this cool stuff and they have these bright costumes and they are they have these and in the comics to my understanding deviants are like the sibling like the deformed mutant like offspring of them and they're kind of gross and like Thanos is one of them and like sure. anyways like they're all like doing this cosmic war forever or and ever whatever but in this they uh they are like put on earth they live forever to help humanity evolve and grow and it's this story uh in the MCU that spans over 7000 years i guess you can consider it like an epic sort of i don't know what you consider it but um sure yeah it's this very interesting approach for the MCU, we have not seen a story told like this yet. And uh, yeah, for better or worse, it is very unique to the MCU stylistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank, thank you for teeing us up. Um, yeah. Before we dive in, I want to ask how everyone's theater experience was, because I'm always interested in the MCU movies. So <laughs> how was it for everybody? Um, for me, it was really good. There was, except there was a few times where me and Abby had to look at each other because the crowd was being a little... Uh, rowdy especially when like there was that pie scene where Gilgamesh pulls out the pie from the oven everyone was like oh my god that pie and me and Abby just looked at each other like okay what? and then the pie fell and they were like no and I was like guys come on let's, okay let's, let's tame it a little bit it's just a pie guys that's fun yeah, uh... that was my experience <laughs> uh Brian what about you did you I had I had a pretty great experience um snuck in don't tell anyone uh snuck in a box of Mike and Ike's <laughs> Oh, um, nice. I won't tell. Stealthy. You're solid. No one will Set hear this. Row G in the local IMAX. So had Ooh, full, full IMAX is good for this. Felt really good. Um, it's not a LIMAX for those of you who are aware of the whole LIMAX IMAX debacle. Mm. Um, but it's it was it was a great experience. Amazing. I love that. Yeah, I think pretty similar to you guys, except for the pie thing, Jackson. <laughs> um, it was fun. It always MCU movies always still feel the same to me, even if they're different the feel always feels the same. Cause there, this was funny. Like this movie was really mm-hmm. fun. like there were laughs just going the whole time. And, um, and yeah, it was a good experience. I had a full theater. It was great. I had the reclining theaters, mm-hmm. the chairs. So mm-hmm. I sat, back. I will, I will also give a little nugget about my experience. Um, I went with my roommate, we sat down and then there were two people who sat down um, one seat away from my right. So there was a seat in between us. Nice. Um, one of them gets up, leaves like right when, 
it's about to start. It's like the IMAX ads are going, like, you know, it's about to start. Uh He leaves. The person he was with leaves maybe like five minutes later, comes back, spills popcorn in the seat in between (laughs) us, then just leaves again. They're both gone for the rest of the movie. Oh, no. I don't know if they like went back into the theater, like on a different row, or they were just too, too scared off by the by the imax previews but did you eat their popcorn the i thought about it I out of the about chair a little salty with my sweet yeah i had a i had a similar thing actually and we can get off this in a minute and talk about the actual movie. <laughs> this is fun um i had a, a guy came in right when the th- right when the movie started he sat down and then you can hear just his phone like drop out of his pocket Ooh. like down onto the floor no and then like everyone was quiet and he just goes fuck <laughs> and, and then the rest of the movie he had it down there and then when the credits came on he was like can i borrow your flashlight and then like and he was like underneath the seat and it was good stuff so so good i'm glad we all had really That's interesting awesome. occurrences both um jackson before we break it down uh can we just ask blanket statement uh did we like it i was worried going into this as to was I. just be, just because of the reviews but i had i had a feeling that they were they were a little bit different just because it felt different than like the traditional mcu movie so i was like i was i was coming in with like an open kind of mind as far as like what it was going to be mm-hmm. um the opening crawl made me a little weary at first i was like oh no we're starting with text on a screen this I have is to read great and it was it was kind of boring text um but overall, I really enjoyed this movie. And I think while it's not like my top five favorite, I think it's so stylistically different that it will always kind of stand out as like a good MCU movie for me. Totally agree. Uh, Brian, what about you? Blanket, yeah, I feel, you like- like, I feel like I'm in the exact same boat. Going into it, saw the reviews coming in from the critics. Not doing great. Um, comparing it to Thor Dark World or even worse than that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, like Jackson said, um, you kind of had a feeling that it was going to be different and that might be reflected on some of those um, reviews. Um, so I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. I wish, um, I'm sure we can get into this later, but it, it was definitely weird how we jumped into a movie with all of these characters. Cause like comparing it to Avengers, we had all of their origin stories. Mm-hmm. Um, so it did, it was long. Like it definitely felt like a long movie. But I do think it was necessary, and I don't mean I don't think it being long in this way was necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, I yeah, agree. totally. Um, okay, so should we just should we dive into talk about the things we liked about it first, and then we can get nitpicky with it and talk yeah, about what we sure. didn't like? For sure, for sure. Um, I can start us off and just say because you kind of both alluded to it that this kind of just felt like one of those like breath of fresh airs, and Shang Chi kind of felt like this too. Oh, definitely. Where in terms of like, yes, it was different. Like Shang-Chi is also, I mean, it feels more MCU Marvel than this does clearly yeah. with the action and stuff. But it, Shang-Chi felt just very different because it just felt like a Kung Fu movie. This mm-hmm. just feels like a, like there's not a, when you boil it back, there's not a whole lot of action in this movie really until like the final act really. Um, this feels to me like a phase one Marvel movie. Almost like, it felt like we don't have any baggage of any previous movies, really. Like they mentioned Thanos and yeah. and Cap and Tony briefly, but 
because, really you because, don't like they're kind of obligated to yeah to be like where are you yeah. to be like oh by the way we're in this universe did you know <laughs> um but it just feels like its own story and its own world and i kind of liked the the world building of it all i liked the eternals so like that whole world and then <laughs> we'll probably get into like when we nitpick about just like the exposition and just shoving it all in yeah. but but yeah, I just liked that this was just different. And that's what people don't like about it is what it seems like reading some reviews that it doesn't feel like the Marvel machine. But but I don't know. I don't know what, how you guys felt about all that. But I got a, I kind of got that takeaway from it. Yeah. Um. Are, are we good to talk spoilers? Is that fine? Yeah. Uh, right now, we're going to spoil. It's really good. Uh, yeah. Check it out. <laughs> One of the things I really loved is specifically like it is very risky for like a Marvel movie, right? Like it's not this, yeah. it's not really the cookie cutter stuff. They, they kind of fall back on it a little bit, which I'll talk about uh, in a little bit towards the bad stuff. But like mm-hmm. one of the th- things I really liked is how they market it to be like, Oh, Icarus is like the main character. You will mm-hmm. follow him throughout it. He is the hero of this story. And it's like, nah, it's like, he is not like, he is the antagonist to this film. And which I thought was very, very interesting. I don't know. What, what did you guys think about that? Yeah, I liked that choice that it was like really brave of them to do because really at the center it's it's Cersei who is mm-hmm. who's the act what's the actress's name I'm blanking uh, Gem Gemma no oh gosh am I blanking on it well anyway thank you Gemma Cham um because really she's the center at the center of it right mm-hmm. but yeah I would mm-hmm. consider her the the main character yeah mm-hmm. uh, in the marketing like it's like we've got Richard Madden here this is mm-hmm. our guy. And I do appreciate the the twist they threw on it. Um, mm-hmm. that he's like the bat the big baddie. Um yeah. So yeah, that was Did nice. I'd expect that. Yeah. Um and what's yeah, I guess like in general, like the casting for this movie and like what's what's impressive is while it is kind of like cluttered, they they for the most part are able to give us like 10 really solid characters that I really want to see more of in general. Mm-hmm. And like the cast is really cool too, especially considering like the source material is mostly white dudes. They like gender swapped and race swapped and like gave like we have like a character who's deaf. Like they did so many like changes to the source materials in ways that paid off, I think, really well. That was really fun. But like who who were your guys's like favorite characters? Like who stood out for you specifically? I was pleasantly surprised by Angelina Jolie's character. Yeah. Um, Thana. Yeah, she was fun. She mm-hmm. was fun. She was a badass. She, she was so cool. Yeah, she was just yeah, like one word to define her is actually just cool. Like she was just yeah. really fun and just kicked everyone's ass, especially another spoiler alert. If you're still listening to this and haven't seen it, <laughs> turn it off. Um, yeah. Like in the, at the very end when she's, <clears throat> excuse me, when she's fighting the, the mega deviant and hand <laughs> tied on your back and yeah. just rips him to shreds. That was that icing was cool. on the cake. That was yeah. sweet. Yeah. I loved like the turn of like, that like her memories were like gonna mm-hmm. kill the attorney. Like that was a whole that was really cool that choice. Um yeah, Angelina Jolie was just yeah, I, I agree there. I liked and her then, chemistry with uh Gilgamesh too. Like Don, Don yeah. Lee was really fun. This is I think his American debut uh in movies, if I'm correct. Maybe I read that wrong. I'm looking it up. He he was on uh Train to Busan, which oh, is like kind of like his more famous movie. That's where I he looks so familiar that whole movie. I was yeah. like, where have I seen this guy? Train to Busan. Mm-hmm. That's a great yeah. movie too. Well, good for him. Yeah, I thought yeah, there he was really fun. I thought that was a really strong part of the movie too. Just blanket the, with the characters, 
Yeah. If you they didn't get enough, yeah. If you didn't get enough of just one character, they did a good job of like partnering two up or like mm-hmm. everyone had a connection with each other, um, which was, which was really strong. I thought Kumail Nanjiani was a scene stealer. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I, yeah. for the most part. <laughs> and I know you're, and I know your qualms and we'll get yeah. there, but I thought that and we'll get to like the character choices that happened in the third mm-hmm. act with him. But I, anytime that guy was on screen, like he was fun. eating up the scene, he was the comedic relief of the movie, so to speak. I mean, everyone yeah. had their moments, but like, he was just like him and his valet were just, just like, yep. that was so fun. And like the, all that, and like doing like kind of having like a Bollywood spin on it and all mm-hmm. that, that was, fun. that was cool. And the fact that he just kept pulling out cameras was, that was a good bit. I liked that mm-hmm. a lot. Um, so yeah, I thought Kumail was great. Um, I really liked how his character was just like, oh yeah, I'm just in this Bollywood dynasty. And <laughs> yeah, my cool. great grandpa, like he just like pretends to be like his descendants, which is really fun. Yeah, I liked that. And then like didn't have a lot of screen time, but I thought Brian Tyree Henry, he was, was my favorite, was excellent. Yeah, yep. him was um, fastos. He was just really interesting because at first I was like okay, he just, like, builds stuff, but, like, the whole scene where he's, like, okay, I want to introduce the steam engine to these people, and they were, like, mm-hmm. nah, you can't do that. He's, like, okay, I'll build a plow, which is, like, really mm-hmm. boring, and then, like, cut to, like, him doing all the gadgets in, like, the third act to fight Icarus was, like, so cool and so interesting, and then just, like, his his human dynamic, I think, was the most, uh, it sold me the most, that, like, he had connected to humanity more than, like, the other people, because he had his husband and his, his child, whether, I don't know if he's adopted or like biologically uh, his -hmm. husband's because like we learned throughout the movie that like, they're not actual synthetic beings. They're like, it's very, we we compared, um, what did we compare to Westworld last, last week? Mm. Oh, Um, um, I don't remember. Oh, we compared Dune to Westworld. This is like, or Game of Thrones. This is Westworld. Is is, is this like it's very like synthetic humans? Mm, yeah, very very strange in that aspect, mm-hmm. which I thought was kind of cool. And I feel like it, they they did a good job of showing like why we may not have seen him like seen so much of him because they cut back to him reacting after the nuclear bomb went off, and he was like, "This yes. is my fault." That was and crazy like, powerful. Yeah, that was like that. that was a really really cool scene. Yeah. Um. And then again, someone else didn't have a lot of screen time, but when we'll talk about it when we get to post credit scenes and stuff. But I thought Kit Harrington was—he was great. Was great. And he's not he was, yeah there for a lot. But throughout the whole movie, I was like, I need more of him. Where but is he? Like, even on his FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I thought this is like maybe this is kind of a bad thing. I feel like to to better correct some of the stuff they did i feel like Kit harrington should have been like the lens character instead of kumail's like driver mm, i feel like, like it along made, for the ride yeah it would have made way more sense for him to go through the story and then like you kind of have like that triangle between icarus and and cersei and him at the same time and then like i don't know i feel like that could like affect the character motivations a little bit differently mm. but um i really i did really love like the little time that he was in i thought that mm. was really really fun and i'm so excited to see more of him in the future mm-hmm. hopefully mm-hmm. and then all the ones we haven't mentioned like sama hayek is like that was just the lead what's her name ajak um, yeah. i thought she was great i mean it was a bummer that she dies so early. I was, yeah, I was surprised she wasn't in it for very long. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh wow, they they did it. They killed her off. And I also thought like they were gonna kill Angelina Jolie off too. Just because yeah. like we got our big names, they're in and they're yeah. out. They don't want to be a part of this. I but, thought she was toast at the end. Yeah. 
Um, and then Barry, I'm not going to pronounce his last name right, but he plays um, Yogan or something. Druig. He was yeah. a show stealer for me. I was not expecting to like him as much as I think I like his backstory, like was the most interesting to me because mm-hmm. he was like, why should agree. these people suffer when we can fix it like that? Like he didn't mm-hmm. see. Yeah. And that's one thing, like everyone's character motivations, even the bad guys, like very you, could, unique. you could justify them. Like I could get yeah. Icarus's point of view and, mm-hmm. and everyone's point of view. Like everyone had good motivations. Um, What's I thought that was like, strong. Yeah, it's weird because I, I totally agreed with Druig on a lot of stuff. And then he kind of created a cult out of nowhere. And I was like, oh, wait, wait, <laughs> maybe uh, the, we shouldn't yeah. agree with him. I mean, his crazy ac- Irish accent. Yeah. He was, yeah. That, that's what I love too about it. Like nobody, as far as I know, like everyone was basically doing their normal accents. From yeah, part, which yeah. was really fun. Um, but yeah, like I loved like following his story into like modern day. And we get that sick action scene where he brain controls his whole like commune into like shooting the monsters. The <laughs> yeah, that was, that was cool. so cool. Um, yeah, he was like surprisingly really interesting. Um, and I liked him. Him and like. Lauren Ridloff's little chemistry, little cute thing yeah. they had going on with Macari. Yeah. Like that was, yeah. that was I gotta cute. talk about Macari. Macari okay. go for it. Is awesome. I wish we would have mm-hmm. had more like exposition as far as like what she's doing present day because it seemed like she was just kind of hanging out on the ship, which is a yeah. little lame. Yeah. But with that being said, um, her powers amazing. Uh her I, speed. I, I don't ever want slow motion in a in a movie ever again for like someone who <laughs> runs fast. Like you don't need it. Like like it feels so much cooler to see like that power um in real time. Oh, it's so cool. And I think mm-hmm. it was it was so well done too. And I feel like that's one thing that yeah. Marvel hasn't really gotten into with like the super speed. And I think they they crushed yeah. it. And just like the action they skimmed it, yeah. With her was really cool. They definitely skimmed it with like Quicksilver and then like they knocked it mm-hmm. out of the park with oh, this. It was very fun. But I, I feel like even with like, him, like Quicksilver wasn't that cool. Yeah. Right. Didn't last. Like, this is like cool. Either. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the, True, and then right. the only other one, <laughs> and then we just haven't talked about Sprite yet. That's the last of the mm-hmm. Leah McHugh as Sprite. Um, what do we think about Sprite? Yeah. I thought she was good. She, I liked her. I was like, yeah, I thought she was good. I thought she she's actually like 14 when they filmed this. Like, it's not just like yeah. she's like it's not like a Tom Holland thing where she's like 20 but looks she could play like 16 or something. Sure. She's actually 14, which I thought was wow. really cool. She did a great job. I mm. also think it kind of lent to this awkwardness of like because like her her storyline is like she's in love with Icarus, but she can't mm. be because she looks like a child. Yeah. But unfortunately, because like they also weirdly enough explore this in the Invincible animated uh, series that just came out through Amazon. Like they mm. do a similar storyline with a character. However, whenever it's like live action, you can't really explore it much because you're you're acting with a 14 year old. So like no right. matter what you do, even if she's technically not the character's technically not underage or whatever, like you can't mm. like do it. And it like feels really creepy like to like do those acting scenes like that. Yeah. So like I feel like they touched on it just enough. Without but, it getting weird. Yeah. But like you can't, yeah, you couldn't really explore her storyline like with that specifically as much. I don't know. And, I and, yeah, I enjoyed like her, like at the end, her whole like speech about like, yeah, I'll never get to experience like growing up and all that. Yeah. I, I thought that was that was powerful. Mm-hmm. And then and then they were just like, I do just like at the end that Cersei was just like, oh, by the way, do you want to not be an eternal anymore? I can do that. OK, can I? Yeah. Can we talk about this? <laughs> sure. Like, go ahead. Oh, OK, I still have some juice left in my battery from, <laughs> from this. I have some leftover power here. Yeah. Be a yeah. human. 
Um, I was like, was oh, little, that okay. felt a little off to me. <laughs> yeah, it feels like they just wrote that in there. So like <laughs> Sprite doesn't have to be 14 forever in these movies and they do another one. So well, yeah, exactly. They could never like logistically keep that actress yeah. around. <laughs> so. They just de-age her for like the next 10 years to be 14. Like in it two, it chapter two or whatever. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of it chapter two, uh Crow is voiced by uh what's his face? Bill, Bill Skarsgard. Oh, That's yeah. really surprising. <laughs> when Which the credit is- when the credits came up, I was like Wait, Bill Skarsgård was in this yeah. movie? I, I was go, very like, surprised. Yeah. I was like, what? Um, I feel okay. What do you guys think of like the deviants and how they were used? Um, to me, they just felt like a thing that we needed to put in to fight. Yeah. Um, I agree. And I think there was some cool stuff about them, but I guess in the end, they didn't really have any payoff per se yeah mm-hmm. it was just like a thing to get action sequences in there which i mean i get it's the marvel machine and you got to put that in there to yeah i mean if there were no action scenes like geez this would be like 12 percent on rotten tomatoes probably yeah. yeah probably um the action is great though yeah like, i also think scene? they oh, looked really cool too i thought just the visuals of them overall mm-hmm. and and especially the one when crow started to begin to like heal itself like i thought that looked really yeah. cool yeah um, i was really happy with with how the visuals were yeah, I was really liking Crow, like especially in the second act, right, where he like begins to start speaking after he mm-hmm. like absorbs Gilgamesh mm-hmm. or however I don't know how it works, but like that's what he did. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, okay, like he's gonna be like he's gonna be like a foil to these characters, but ultimately have the same goal as we're kind of starting to like turn against the celestials, which we haven't talked about yet, but we will. Mm-hmm. And for me, it felt like the third act crow should have like aligned with the the eternals besides icarus and then like kind of been like a reluctant ally who then like is set up to be something in the future like he'll be like oh i'm never doing this again i thought that would have been way more compelling and way like less of a waste of like the other eternals that he killed Mm. but i don't know like he was getting really interesting and then he died which i was kind of a i was kind of bummed out by that yeah that's fair um do you want to talk about the celestials now yeah oh my god how was it on the IMAX? That's what I'm curious about. Oh, it was cool. <laughs> the visuals plus the sound for it yeah. all was just super cool. And I feel like even from the trailer, you could like they had that one shot of what is what's his name? Uh, RHM in yes. the trailer. And it's like, okay, that already looks cool on my little TV, but on the IMAX, yeah, it was it was really sweet. And I yeah, the way they yeah, go on. I just want to say it's a, a very quick tangent that when the what they call him, they called Arishim was his name. Mm-hmm. When they first came on the screen and said his name, I thought they said Arosh. I didn't hear the M. And I was like, oh, is this like Eros? Is this going to be, spoiler alert, is this Harry Styles? Uh, I was gotcha. like, is this going to be Harry Styles? I was like, I thought that was going to be the reveal because the internet kind of ruined the Harry Styles reveal. But um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. But anyway, okay, back to you, Jackson. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like the visuals were crazy because we were introduced with. I guess Salma Hayek was talking to Arishin and you have like mm-hmm. the tiny, she's like the tiniest speck and we only see like some of his face and it just takes up the whole screen. Like it was yeah. so cool as far as scale. Mm-hmm. Like that was maybe yeah. the coolest thing we've seen in the MCU, like as far as just like scale wise. And then they bring out like his hand in one of the shots too. And like some of the angles that they yeah. use. Just, oh yeah. That final, it's when, wild. And that final act when she like, whatever, does she freeze the celestial or mm-hmm. whatever? Like that shot just to man, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. That's good stuff. Um, It's so cool. Well, not only that too, but like seeing him like appear on the, like 
above earth like at the end oh, is like yeah. was so scary you like see cool. him in the atmosphere and stuff it's like yeah. whoa and then like him like vanishing via like black hole or whatever um was so cool it was awesome it was, that's crazy too because i went with uh, i went with grace to see this and then like when mm-hmm. erisham popped up at the end and they went away and then it ended and she was like, wait, that's it? I thought we were still going. And I was like, we've been here two and a half hours. You want, you want to keep going? <laughs> but yeah. That, that would be cool. That'd be down. Yeah, that'd be fun. Um, so yeah, I thought the Celestials were dope. Um, I really just, this is a blanket statement, but I liked the globe trotting aspect of it all. Like we just kept going mm-hmm. to different places. And I guess that speaks to yeah. like the diversity and the willingness to take risks and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, of just of women and people of color and LGBT representation was sick. Can we talk True. about the sex scene and how hot it was? Yeah. What? Um, <laughs> not, it was very not mid. My Marvel. This is not my Marvel. Not my Marvel. <laughs> I was like, this it's is the first sex scene, right? I yeah. So. I mean, where they're naked. Like, I don't know. Tony Stark was like yeah. making out with girls in Iron Man, but <laughs> no, that's, I think it's just the first sex scene and people were having a, a fit over it. Right. It's it's definitely interesting. Like there was, I forget what the article is called, but it's ba- it was basically commenting on how in the MCU nobody fucks. Like there's no sex. Mm. There's no like. There's like kisses every now and then. It's not like something crazy. Like there, like there's no passion in it. And like mm. all the like sexualization or like like when you see like the characters taking off their shirts and stuff and like being crazy muscle dudes. It's more like envious than it is like lustful like portrayals, sure. which is really interesting. Like it's more like mm. wow, like that's appreciate like you appreciate it more than you like want it mm-hmm. which is really interesting like i never really thought about it that way but like seeing mm-hmm. the sex scene in a marvel movie it was like the first time i've seen like a sex scene in like a pg-13 movie in like a decade probably which is like really weird to think about mm-hmm. um it was it was strange I, I don't think it was like super necessary does sex not it's kind sell of weird, anymore is that what you're i would also me? say it also wasn't like overdone like it's not like it was a crazy scene no, yeah, yeah it was quick it I, was, obviously they probably weren't able to do with a pg-13 movie but yeah yeah but would you like to think of the logistics of it they were just like getting after it on a, like a rock like that's gotta <laughs> it's gotta be some scrapes afterwards right i mean mm. well i jacked what was field interesting afterwards, so. <laughs> true well what's funny is like as far as like going into the movie, the only couple I was aware of was of Brian Ty- like Fastos and his husband. I was like, are they doing a gay sex scene? This is bold for mm. like Marvel, like in Disney. Like they don't they don't even like show gay couples in movies and stuff. Take that, China. Um, yeah. I was like, that's cool. But uh I was like, oh, I guess there's other relationships too. Also, speaking of, um, I guess a lot of countries they're not letting mm-hmm. them like edit out the gay relationship in this movie which i think is super well, good, cool good for disney for taking yeah. a freaking stand for once yeah i like was it, a lot was it disney or chloe zhao who just said no we're just not going to show you our movie maybe a I'm, sure was, I'm sure i hope had, it was chloe yeah yeah, yeah. i think yeah. that's what i saw at least you know what's crazy about yeah, all that like that sp- when spider-man comes out it's going to be the first phase four movie to be released in china they haven't seen black widow or shang chi or eternals because they've all been blocked Why? by china that's kind of why cool. are they showing maybe spider-man they I guess there's no gay sex in Spider-Man, oh. so <laughs> yeah, that we know of. Um, that we know of. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I, I don't know about that. But, but yeah, that's interesting now. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> my final, just last, like, good thing, and then we can talk about maybe our, some of our qualms with it. It's yeah. just I thought the outfits were sick. I mm-hmm. thought they were really good. The costumes were great. I liked when they all were standing in a line and they all had their uniforms. I thought that was I thought that was cool. And then, the, yeah. sorry, go ahead. 
Athena, Athena mostly. I, I, I thought mm-hmm. her look was sick. Angelina Jolie again. I stand. That's all. Continue. Yeah, I think just a combination of the of the of the uniforms plus all of the visuals around, like the gold um, when they're like using their powers and like mm, yeah. Icarus has his power like coming from his eyes. Yeah, and then when a lot of them use it with their hands, and then Makari is just kind of a tail behind her when she's speeding off. I think that mm, visual yeah. was awesome. Yeah, I really liked um, Cersei's powers. I feel like we haven't seen that in a superhero movie ever, as far yeah. as like uh, I guess you could call it like alchemy or something like just turning matter into different matter. It was really really cool. Yeah, um, and she used it's it in kinda, really creative I, ways. I will say a little weak before before she kind of learned how to use like, it <laughs> yeah. the real way. Like she's turning buses into flower wow. petals. Hey, I thought that was, was sick. Like, <laughs> it looked cool. I thought it yeah. looked Although, awesome. As soon as it happened, I was like, what am I going to do? As soon as it happened, I was like, there's a guy in there. Is he okay? And I was like, oh, he's good. Yeah. At he first, I'm like, did she, did she just kill a bus full of people? And <laughs> <laughs> How Collateral. wild would that be, though? She's just like, eh, yeah, whatever. That's why this movie has been. No, I thought it was cool. Shit reviews because they killed the bus driver. Tough. <laughs> yeah, I uh, thought. Yeah, I thought her powers specifically were really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Dope. It was fun. Um, Dope. Okay, should we get into maybe the our bad. nitpicks, our bads? Yeah. You want to lead us off, Jackson? Yeah, let me go on a quick tangent. Um, okay. I was most. I'm a big fan of him. I think he's great and charming, and I love uh, comedians kind of getting their time in the light as far as stuff with this. Mm-hmm. His character had the most disappointing third act choice. It made no sense to me. Yeah. Of all the characters, um, I feel like his like he's the most connected to humanity out of everyone here. It seems like. Like they they say that Cersei is a lot, but I don't know if they like necessarily sold me on that a couple mm-hmm. of times. But like, he specifically like is so immersed in pop culture, and he has like this lifelong friend who he cares about so much. He brought on this journey, this super dangerous journey. Like he was willing to have him come along, and just for him to be like, well, you know, I've been like super immersed in pop culture. Like this is my best friend who's right here. Uh, I'm not going to fight to save humanity. I feel like that's really weird. Um, and like yeah. the. The argument too of being like, well, there's bill like we kill billions now, but then think about the billions in the future. It's like, well, it's not even like guaranteed life. Like this is like actual life right now that you're willing to kill for more. I think it's like really weird and like messed up. Um, yeah, yeah. And then like all like just the character choices aside too, I was just bummed I didn't get to see Kumail in the third act of the movie and the big fight yeah. scene. Like mm-hmm. I wanted to see exactly. him, but his little finger guns. I loved his little finger They're guns. They're fun. Yeah. It would have made sense for him to be the one to like take out uh, Sprite or whatever, like at the last second instead yeah. of Druig there. With like the I don't know, like yeah, with the <laughs> it was, yeah, that was kind of underwhelming. Um, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. That was kind of my biggest drawback, and I feel like his um, his friend who came along with the journey, he was fun. He had some heartfelt moments at the end, but like overall, I feel like him and Kingo were kind of the reminder that this is a marvel movie in ways that like i really honestly didn't need at all for this like i thought it distanced itself perfectly as far as like humor and tone and style and i don't know it felt like he was kind of holding the movie back in a lot of ways unfortunately even though like before that he was uh he was really fun to watch but yeah yeah i i agree completely i I will say like the valet scene with like when Kumail left, or I guess Kingo, but when he left and then the valet was like, 
it's been the greatest honor of my life. Thanks yeah. for everything. I was like, oh my god, yeah, that was yeah. good. That was great. Um, Tugging on the heartstrings. Yeah. yeah, I wish we had would have just have seen more of him. Um, the other qualm I had was just just the need to, and I get it's because it's a dense story, but the need to cram so much exposition and yeah. explanation in, and I get it, like it's a it's a thick story, right? And there's mm-hmm. a lot to explain, but it was just a lot at sometimes. And like, it made me think like, and Jackson, you kind of wrote a review about this on Letterboxd. Like, mm-hmm. is this, was a better avenue for this? Like doing like a Disney plus series and like, absolutely fo- like focusing, yeah. like I've heard that kind of like almost like Jackson, like um, haunting of Hill house where you have an episode on mm-hmm. each character and you focus each on character. Them. That'd be cool. Um, but I don't know. I feel like that maybe would be a better have been a better lane to just get all the story I totally in. Agree. I mean, I still enjoy the movie. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like if we wanted to flush it out more and I'm sure we'll get more, but you know, mm-hmm. that was yeah, I was just going to say that may not be out of the question. I, I could definitely see that happening down the yeah. road at some point. Yeah. They might pivot. Yeah. And what's the thing that's unfortunate about it too. I feel like if you were going to do a mini series or like a 10 to 20 episode show, the time to do it with the flashbacks and stuff would have been before you do a movie. Like, I feel like now that we've seen all the flashbacks or like a lot of the really important ones that kind of define our characters, I don't know if we can have any like cool, like game of Thrones style, like settings that would make sense. Cause like, we've already seen the characters like, like fully realized as far as like the first movie goes. So I don't know if you could um, get that same, same like energy, but uh, yeah, it would have been really cool to see. Yeah, like I want to know, like what was Macari up to for all those Especially years? Especially with Chloe, you know, her Game of Thrones runner like, helped guide it. Yeah, yeah. like there's like a lot of cool stuff that I think could have been awesome and and would have helped with the exposition. Yeah, but, but yeah, um, yeah, that was one other thing. Does anyone else have any qualms? That was my big one. Just like so much exposition and explanation that has to go into it. One specific thing that came up to me. I don't know if you guys have an answer to this, but so I get earlier in the movie. They reference, I forget who it was, was like, oh, did Icarus fly too close to the sun? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he literally flies into the uh, sun. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A I little, was like, that's that, on the nose. that happened. One, it's like too ironic because they like really, really went for it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> that was just such a quick exit. Like, I wasn't, I don't think I was ready for that. <laughs> yeah. He kind of like took the coward's way out, right? He yeah. was just like, sorry, guys, I'm going to go fly into the sun now. Yeah, it's, um, it's funny too because like because it's like comic books my brain wasn't like oh he's dead i'm like oh he must be able to like hang out mm-hmm. in the sun he's just gonna go like live like it's it was stupid but he's like, like dark phoenix I, I feel like, or something <laughs> yeah like i feel like you could do like a more interesting like oh well he's not gonna kill her but maybe she has to like let him go and like turn him into like freaking mm-hmm. stone or something cool like that like that would have been like kind of cool mm-hmm yeah, I will also say it's probably best if he, well, if he doesn't return Richard Madden come back, because I will say seeing him and Kit mm-hmm. Harrington on the screen together was, I was, it. was fun. And it, but and it took me out for And Cersei too. All yeah, and yeah. Cersei. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I think Kit Harrington, along with the, the main cast for the whole movie would have been like so much better. I don't know if that cut ever existed or like they ever played around with that idea, but I think that would have been so mm. cool. Wow, he's clearly set up for big Something things else. in yeah. the post credits right should, yeah, we talk, we... should we talk post credits i was gonna i was gonna also mention but this actually works out perfectly because it was about the post credits mm. um first Amazing. round of the post credits um when eros Ar- that's his name right eros yes yeah him and pip come around 
Yes. <laughs> yes. That CGI. For it looks rough. <laughs> what was it that? Was not good. We're talking a massive movie like Eternals made for the IMAX, and they throw that at us. I don't know why you couldn't just make it Patton Oswalt. Like, you don't even have to do, like, right. like I love the dude. He's, like, kind of troll-like anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just give him some, like, cool prosthetic or something. Or just, like, make it mostly him and then just, like, do some C- CG stuff to it. Like, Thanos looks awesome. Like, they could totally just yeah, make him. Yeah, I, f- I feel like they'll 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 tidy him up it'll be like it was weird it gave yeah. me it gave me phil from hercules vibe <laughs> yeah. very much yeah absolutely much. yeah and to be fair i think that's what the character is supposed to look like but like you can do that and like it could look better and make it, it look better, better. It was, come on yeah yeah um but yeah i thought his introduction was imagine how cool it would have been though if we didn't know like Abby's, the harry styles of it all yeah yeah abby is a diehard harry styles fan she would have been like screaming in the theater it would have been awesome People would have gone nuts over it. I'm, I'm sure people still did, but like he looked great though too. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looks so good. I'm so yeah. excited to see him in, in, that was, in all this. So that was awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know what implications are there. Like, so he's gonna so what are they gonna do now? What are like him, Angelina, who was it? Makari and it's it's Makari, Druid, Druid, Athena, yeah. and, and, and Eros. Or yeah, yeah. Well, his name Star is Fox. Yes. His name oh, his name's Star Fox? Yeah, which is a cool name. Wow. Um, okay, that's dope. Not to be confused with the video game Star yeah. Fox. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, I imagine it, it'll be like them f- like going to find the three that just got stolen, like Kingo, Fastos, mm-hmm. and... Uh, That'll be fun. Cersei. They like run yeah. to the Guardians or something along the way or whatever? Mm-hmm. I could see it. Could be fun. I did see, I could see it. There was... I saw some article that... Or maybe it was a tweet or something that was like, how they played um, feels like the first time by foreigner as the credits were going mm. like seventies, like kind of um, okay. maybe eighties song, but kind of connecting that with kind of the vibe of the guardians and how they always play the classic rock. I like um, that, but that, like might be, that might be, I want to see ever since, ever since uh, Kingo mentioned that him and Thor hung out when like Thor was like a kid. I would love to see like them like kind of Re- reunion and reunite. Yeah. That could be, be fun. fun. Amazing. Um, and then the last post-credit scene. Um, talk, Jackson. Talk me. This was the this. best one. In my yeah. Um, also, so, Jackson, did you predict this? Did in, you? like in a pod of? Did like, I? Maybe a month ago. I feel. Just, just say yes. Claim I yes. Feel, yes. Yeah, I think you should say yes. But I feel like you did, and that's oh, cool. you can go ahead. That's all. The black, <laughs> the black Knight is like pretty cool from like what I've been reading. He was also a character who I don't know a ton about. Um, but um, what basically what he is is he has this his family has like a cursed blade that gets passed down or something like that. Um, they referenced it earlier because whenever they were on the ship, they're like, "Is that the ebony blade?" Which is what mm. uh, Black Knight has, and he's like, "No, it's Excalibur." Athena said that or something. Mm. Oh wow! Okay. And so the, catch the ebony blade, and I imagine like he got it whenever uh, Cersei was like, "Go make amends with your uncle" or something like that, and like maybe he inherited the blade that way. Mm. Like he looked like he was about to touch it, and like there was like some weird magic mystical stuff coming off of it, which looked awesome. Kind of reminded me of like uh that like magnetic like Mm -hmm. thing where you like make funny faces Mm -hmm. on that dude. It was like that like weird magnetic sand stuff. A woolly willy. Yes, uh, it reminded (laughs) me of a woolly willy in the sword. That was was a deep. That was a deep pull. By the way, I know. Um, but uh, then we hear, uh, "Are you sure?" Like it was basically like, "Are you sure about that?" I don't know what the word was. Yeah. Like. Mr. Um, whatever his last name was. But uh, did you guys recognize the voice right away? 
So no. it took me a minute. Like I sat there for a minute and I was like, who was that? And then I was thinking about it and I just like was like, oh, that was Mahershala. Like I could, yeah. yeah. I was um, so hyped the second I was like, oh, I instantly know who this is because I watch uh, Into the Spider-Verse quite a bit because it's- oh, so you were- I am very familiar with his voice. I was you like, were feeling oh, it. Oh yeah, this is awesome. So this is going to be like Blade hanging mm-hmm. out with the Black Knight, which is really cool possibly doing like a spinoff into midnight suns which is like this like crazy team of like ghost rider sometimes dr strange moon knight like all these, is cage all these coming crazy back guys honestly that'd be litty why not um but yeah so and i think it's rumored that blade is going to show up in the moon knight series which comes out next year i believe so Exciting. maybe we see kit harrington in there that'd be really cool it'd be really fun and the blade there's no release date for blade is there or is it like just it's 20, like it's, it was like one i think it was the one that they were just like also we're doing this like with uh, fantastic force i don't right. know if the, either of them have uh, official release yeah. years but i imagine it's 2023 so that's which would be sick it's gonna it be gets, so cool it makes sense right because now we're getting like morbius and all that so like the yeah. vampire mm-hmm. stuff is coming in yeah. so and yeah. i haven't seen those blade movies i haven't seen those so i'm gonna have to go give those a watch i guess and they referenced vampires in this movie too earlier. They were like, whenever uh, King goes like, yeah, he thought I was a vampire for a while. He stabbed mm. me through the heart with a wooden mm. stake. Yeah. They're really funny. Um, yeah, really yeah, I like they've been, yeah, they've been dropping uh, references to vampires in the past couple of movies. Speaking of, they referenced the DC Comics twice. Mm, yeah, I was going to ask movies. you about that. What, um, what's going on with that? What do you guys think? I don't know. I only remember, I remember the one because they referenced like, is that when they go to Festo's house and like, is that Superman? Superman? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what was the other one? um, Where they compared um, Kingo's valet to Alfred for Batman. Oh yeah, you're right. They did a lot of Batman. Weird. Um, That's strange, right? Does that mean like, think about that. Because like, I feel like in this universe, if they're superheroes, um, you know, that just like wouldn't, you wouldn't have comics of superheroes. Like you'd probably have comics of like other things that like aren't about. Yeah. So they're not, you're saying they're not like, it's not like Henry Cavill is like, yeah. Superman's not a figure in this universe. Right. No. no. So like for me, like in the Watchmen movie and like comics and series, there's like a comic book that's really popular amongst kids. And it's about pirates because like there's already superheroes. So like they need a different mm. story to tell. And to me, it's like weird that we have a, we have comics about Superman in a world where there's like iron man you know what i mean i don't know it's just kind of it's weird because like does it insinuate that like in this world like there are batman movies but batman himself is not a it hurts my brain to think about and and in the same time since like these characters like uh inspired mythology is like superman a direct like ripoff of icarus just from like a couple i mean yeah he's what he's got it flies and has laser vision yeah yeah. i'm starting to hurt I it's, know it's, we're, it's a, we're unraveling try not to think the, about it. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. How do you sleep at night, Jackson? I don't yeah. terribly. That's true. Um, does anyone else have any last minute thoughts about Eternals? Any little things we didn't mention? We forgot. Um, anything that's, does there be in your bonnet on anything? Definitely um, see it in theaters. I think is my, like pretty much my big takeaway from it. I'm, I know. Some people think I, I don't. What are you guys' ratings? I guess of it is what I'm curious of. Mm, I can tell you right now. Yeah. Um. So I I threw it into my MCU ranking. Uh-huh. Um. And I'll in the list is life. I'll actually I'll tell I'll talk about it in the list is life. But I gave it four stars. I did too. Um, Me too. 
Yeah, I, yeah, I don't see the, I mean, I get the critique of, of it all. It's a little jumbled at times. The exposition gets a little lost in it. Um, critics hate gay people, I guess. But me, I love all that stuff. And um, the, it, the exposition got in the way a little bit. But at the end of the day, I liked the characters and the mm-hmm. world and mm-hmm. that it just felt like its own thing for for once, but it was still connected to this bigger universe. It's all going to expand. I yeah. liked that. So, so yeah, four stars for me. I agree. I totally agree. The chemistry was off the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it really understood like the mythos of superheroes in ways yeah. that like the Marvel universe hasn't really done. Uh, I mean, DC has kind of done that, but not to its best uh, extent mm-hmm. or whatever. But this has been really good, and I liked it a lot. Agreed. Yeah, Brian, I any think, closing thoughts? Yeah, I mean, just echoing both of you guys here, also with the four-star rating, um, I thought it was really, really well done. Um, just the variety of characters throughout the entire thing was, I feel like you don't get a lot of that, um, mm-hmm. especially with these like group superhero movies. Like mm-hmm. you, get, you get some variety to an extent, but I think that's just kind of, it just has to happen at that point because you can't get all the same people. Um, but they like really, really went for it here. And I think they, I think they crushed it. What is your favorite uh, Marvel movie since we have you? Oh man. On the spot. I know. I like it. It can't Those, be Thor, the dark world. I know it can't be an smart. Avengers movie. I guess Ooh, it could okay. be. Mine is uh, the winter soldier. And I think Carter's a civil war. It is. Yeah. Mine might have to be a civil war, but it's just the airport scene. No, that's fair. it's great that's it's fair. so good that's that's very fair yeah i think black panther's up there for me too but and yeah. then it and then it goes thor the dark world right yeah okay i would defend that really quick <laughs> okay, i rewatched this go. recently the final act is one of the best and most like out there final acts for a marvel movie wow like in all seriousness it is crazy off the walls the villain still sucks but like the villain sucks in a lot of marvel movies it's fun this is a fun final act for a movie just saying just saying maybe i'll okay. have to that's fine it's pretty uh, cool there's portals everywhere everyone's like doing crazy stuff loki it's- dies again yeah oh it's not my- he did that was the first time he died in the movies you can't blame him in retrospect for dying a lot of times later well you know whatever <laughs> come on <laughs> that's not fair anyway <laughs> at first he was okay, the original maybe thor might be worse i i don't ride for the thor i think I, I until think ragnarok thor, ragnarok is pretty i think great. thor one is worse yeah that's right i could Thor one is either okay honestly i i keep thinking about this i hate black widow so much i think <laughs> it's either thor or black widow for me for my least favorite marvel movies and i stand by that captain marvel women. pretty good actually no captain marvel is oh, good okay. i'm a captain marvel defender but okay. Black Widow was not good, Fine. in my opinion. Don't tell Ryan. That's my hot take. Okay. I know. That's my hot take, though. Amazing. Um, okay, since Amazing. we're basically talking about all these, should we move on to <laughs> yes. The List is the Life? List is life. The List is an absolute good. The List is Life. Amazing. Um, Brian, you know how this works. Mm-hmm. Um First, I'll just tell you, I'll tell you first where Eternals lies on my MCU and my full list. And then if you want a random number, Brian, or you want to know where a specific movie is, we can do that also. Um, So Eternals, first of all, on my big list, sits at 349. Wow. Wow. Um, That's really up there. Pretty pretty solid. Um, That's good. 
And um, yeah, I really liked it. And on my MCU rankings, I have it at, um, oh, wait, hold on. It's not there. <laughs> oh, wow. Didn't make the cut. Now it is. Oh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even make the cut. Here it is. Okay. Just took a minute to load. Um, I have Eternals out of 26 movies. It sits at number 11 in wow. my MCU. That's hierarchy. really good. What's it wow. above and what's it below? Uh, above Spider Man Homecoming and okay. below Iron Man 1. Hmm. I would I maybe put it below Homecoming personally because I think that's a really, really fun movie. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, they're I just think so I different. That's the thing. They're yeah, so it's different. hard to compare yeah. it to like the other uh, Marvel movies. Yeah, it's tough. That's been my life, you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's a firm four stars. I should say like the top like twelve Mar- Marvel movies I have at four stars. So you know, it's in good company. So, uh, Brian, do you want a random number or a movie? What are, What are you feeling? Um. So, I've been, um, I've been watching some Harry Potter movies just. Oh. between just kind of killing time it's on nice. sci-fi sci-fi must be doing a marathon this week cool. nice um, nice nice so i want you to turn to page 394 ah <laughs> there he is good stuff um number 394 um is a little movie called home alone oh hell yeah wow yeah. classic freaking love home alone and like, i think token. we're getting i think can't we're wait for the new one a new one like next week or yeah. something Starring the it can't be good. Starring the Jojo Rabbit kid, not the main. That one. kid's awesome now. He's a good mm-hmm. actor. Archie and the Yates. guy that played Buzz is coming back, playing himself. Yeah, let's why? go. <laughs> of all the cameos, of Buzz came in, what else is he doing, man? That's you like know? that's a weird one. Who are the parents in this one? I feel it's, Pete Holmes is one of them. He's like the dad in this. Uh, oh no movie. way! Yeah, Pete oh, Holmes. Maybe it might movie. not be bad. Is this the and um and oh, Aaron from the Office is playing one of the burglars too yeah it's a it's a strange cast wow i didn't know Um, pete holmes was in archie yates ellie kemper rob delaney yeah huh okay it's like i said it's a weird keenan thompson Mm -hmm. mikey day keenan's in it i want joe pesci to make a cameo that would be amazing that would be great 90 he'll be the pizza delivery boy or something <laughs> 100 be like the old man across the street that uh macaulay Culkin like, yeah. saves or whatever <laughs> that would be fun if they both came back him and um gosh i can't I what's that other guy name. up to i can't remember his name <laughs> he was like, other, yeah um, this of the, the wet bandits what's his name i'm gonna pull it right now Marv? daniel stern there we go Aren't they the his sticky is, bandits and the wet bandits? The wet bandits are in Home Alone, and then sticky. they're the sticky bandits. And they're sticky in New York. Yeah, because New so, York yeah, is just a sticky, sticky. city. Mm-hmm. I, as a kid, thought Home Alone was cursed because I coincidentally was like violently ill every time it was put on. I was afraid to watch it for a while. I would just always throw up every time it happened to be playing. I was like, "This sucks. I hate this movie." I'm sorry. Wow. Um, have you <laughs> have you seen Home Alone three? Four or Home Alone: The Holiday Heist, which are you movies I'm fun? just now discovering. Uh, my grandpa built the pool for Home Alone Three. What? There's yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Brian he, Brian's seen it. He gave it one he star. It. Okay, but I <laughs> will say bad. I like it. It's not that bad. It's just it's like a horribly made movie. Like the oh, there's yeah, a pet sure rat. But like when I was a kid and watching little Kevin play with the the remote control car with the camera. And like his hijinks there, that was fun. Yeah. Oh, this there. is the one with Scarlett Johansson too. She's mm-hmm. she's in it. She's like in this. Young Scarjo in 90s. One of the Rally? robbers. Yeah, I think. Really, man, 
All I remember is that like there's a rat and like the poster is in my grandparents' basement. Maybe she's like a sibling or something. I don't remember. I don't know. I don't she's young. She's... Molly Pruitt is who she plays. So huh. maybe oh Alex hmm. Pruitt is the main guy. So probably a brother. Oh, a sibling. Or, or, I think older not sister. A brother. She's yeah. sister. Yeah. Okay, amazing. So we'll have to watch all the Home Alone movies. Um, Definitely. I haven't seen I didn't even know there was a fourth or a fifth one to be. Yeah. You guys need to do a Home Alone draft. Dibs on the first one. Damn it. Dibs on the second one. Oh, that's a good one. There's a presidential cameo. Honestly, (laughs) I will say the second one has way. I think the second one's better, if I'm being for real. Wow. Hot take. You got the pigeon lady. You got the toy store. I love that. Is uh, Rob Schneider in that movie? Yeah, he's the best. Yeah. He's the bellhop with uh, uh no, isn't it? Oh, oh it's him right. and it's Tim, Curry. Tim Curry's the main one, yeah, but Tim Rob Curry's Schneider's also legendary. Yeah, it's pretty That's good. funny. I love my favorite bit is that like I think it might be an SNL sketch where uh Kevin goes down and meets the bird lady. He's like, Yeah, I have a room all by myself in the suite. <laughs> anyway, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Good I stuff. Um, okay, amazing. That was the list is life. And let's move on to our final segment, Jackson, which is what? I'll have what she's having. I'll have what she's having. Oh, boy. Just some recommendations for the people out there. Um, I'll, I'll start us off. Um, first one I got, um, Clifford the Big Red Dog, boys. It opens this yep. weekend. Oof. Get to it. Um, <laughs> I lied last week. I said Red Notice was coming out, and it's actually this weekend. Wow. So apologies there. Um, so check that out. And uh, yeah, that's what I got basically. Oh yeah, and college Thank basketball. The- Thank you for the two Red Notices, Carter. Very good. You're Very welcome. Any anytime. <laughs> Clifford, love it. Um, uh, yeah. I got two, and we'll uh, we'll let Brian close us out. Um, number one is I picked up the first issue of Tom King's book that's a DC print. It's called Human Target, and it is awesome. Let me tell you the premise. Please. Basically, this guy, his name is the Human Target. He disguises himself as people. Like, like basically, it opens with him dressed up as Lex Luthor to take, like, a hit shot because someone had a hit out on him, and it's awesome. Oh. But then halfway through the book, he also realized that he's actually been poisoned and it's like a very specific type of poison. He only has like 12 days to live. And he's like this detective and stuff. And they he goes to like the Justice League Tower and this like old school guy named Dr. Midnight. He runs the, the diagnosis or whatever. And he's like, you've been poisoned with this specific like alien material that only one team has been to like this other planet that could, that could have it and bring it to you. And so mm. basically the series is going to be him interrogating Justice League International which is like comprised of like some of my favorite like DC characters. And it's just going to be like this really cool, like whodunit with like this awesome team. So it has like booster gold, blue beetle, Batman, Martian Manhunter, guy Gardner, green lantern. It's got fire. And nice. it's got all these like really cool people. And uh, I look forward to it. Wow, okay. cool. And on top of that, uh, Shang-Chi is uh, now on Disney plus. So check that out. So Ooh, good. Is that the one that it get the little IMAX treatment to it? or something i was reading about that like they're gonna imax treat it something on disney plus for like 10 mcu movies they're like giving an imax version on disney plus or something i I think it's just like the dimensions of it are changing it's kind of expanding onto your screen more okay fun i like it so there you go yeah those are my recommendations nice right guy all right um i'm gonna echo what carter said in the beginning the harder they fall on netflix Mm -hmm. super fun watch 
Yeah. Um, I did happen to check out last night in Soho. <sighs> Crazy. How was it? it was good. Just what? Oh, it was so good. Cool. It was. I mean, I didn't really know exactly what to expect. I saw some called it horror, some call it just suspense or thriller, mm. and it's definitely psychological. Ooh, I would even call it a psychological like horror movie. It was and slash thriller. It was kind of all of the above. Amazing. Super good. Love um, that. I also checked out French Dispatch. Great. Oh, yes. It's just Wes Anderson at his at his finest. I really I liked it. it. Thank the God cast, you were here, Brian, because I haven't seen any of this. <laughs> the cast is, as everyone knows, stacked to the brim. Oh, um, yeah. yeah. And that was mm-hmm. really fun. Um, but stuff coming out. There's a movie called Belfast coming out mm. this weekend. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a I think it's like a drama based on a family in the 1960s, mm. um, like a short little indie movie, I think. Um, looks pretty good. I think it might be in black and white. I could be wrong about that. I think that. it is. Yeah, I, I think, think you're it right. is. Um, Got some Oscar buzz. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my last um, last one, I'm going to say, starting on Wednesday, um, the 17th, Wednesday, November 17th, Hard Knocks, Indianapolis Oh, here we go. In. I forgot about that. Wrap That's in, so baby. fun. Go Colts. Yeah. Go horse. Man, they're so bad. Me and my friends are hey planning. Now. Hey man, they are. Come on, it's fine. <laughs> Me and my friends are gonna go uh, see them play the Patriots on December nineteenth. So I'm like super stoked for that. It's gonna be terrible. Maybe you're going to Foxborough or Indy. Indy. Oh okay. Yeah. I might be. I'll be there uh, this Sunday against the the dangerous Jaguars. So wow, love it. Sports baby, we love it. Yep. Urban Meyer, man. <laughs> don't let him in your bar oh and also um, i would i would definitely recommend this movie called eternals it's pretty, pretty good yeah it's not bad i've heard about it oh i forgot to mention also i think friday when this comes out is disney plus day um mm-hmm. which is like they're just apparently just mean? gonna drop a bunch of news and stuff maybe some oh sick okay, maybe cool. some dates and trailers and things uh like with what they did with uh the patty jenkins star wars thing right is yeah the same event? i think okay. i i th- well maybe because that was d23 okay. so this is different so i don't okay i don't really know and i don't think they know either so we're gonna find gotcha. out what it is but we're just gonna hear a bunch of news probably so news flash cool. next week will be full so i mean this must Nuts. be for like just the streaming service i would think yeah just just, day, just so. streaming stuff yeah i read Love one it. i read one thing we're gonna hear about the cars series so get ready oh. for that <gasps> no thank you <laughs> please now anyway Love it. Um, and awesome. with that, we're done. We did it. We did it. Um, thanks for being it, on the show. Yeah. Oh, it has been a pleasure, a dream come true. I'm glad. Wow. I'm glad we can. In serious way. I'm glad we could fulfill your make a wish, and um, <laughs> we'll hope to have you on again. We'll talk some other stuff. Uh, yeah. I'm Good always luck, on Brian. call. Just let me know. I'm glad. We'll page you. Um, yeah. uh, Jackson, where can the people follow us on the socials? They can follow us on Instagram at roughcut underscore pod. Mm-hmm. Do it. Do it. Uh, and with that, uh, I forget Do what we're it. talking about next week. I think it's going to be fun. I don't remember what it is, but uh, we'll, we'll Tune let in you know. It. We'll let you know next week when you're listening to it. Um, and with that, thank you. We love you. Brian, thanks again for coming on. We love you. Of course. Happy Friday, everyone. Happy Friday. Be safe. Bye. Be good. Goodbye. In case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.